This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. Here at 700 AM KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, 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 it's Frank on Friday night. Uh, I'm saying hi to you, and I'm saying we're going to join together. Uh, this is kind of, uh, kind of, that's good, Steve, with the music, thanks. It's kind of... Uh, a solemn weekend. Uh, it's uh, the weekend of 9-11. And uh, I think we ought to just take a couple moments, uh, a couple moments of uh, 30 seconds at least of silence uh, and just say a prayer and reflect on, uh, on 9-11 for all the victims, for their families, for the first responders for our soldiers, the men and women who have fought in the war in Afghanistan. So if we could just take a few moments and reflect on that, I think we should, and say a prayer if you want, if you're so inclined. I'm going to go off just quietly for 30 seconds or, or a little less maybe, but anyway, let's just think. So you won't hear anything for a little bit. God bless America. Anyway, what I want to talk about tonight, and I think maybe some of you on Facebook may have seen uh, what we're calling the show tonight. It's The Sting, not starring Paul Newman, but starring Joe Biden. <laughs> and, uh, you know, why did I come up with that? I want you to think about it, because these titles I really think about, and if you read the titles of these shows, uh, that we post on our podcast and on, you have them on Facebook. Uh, you'll, you can almost summarize the show unless I deviate too much, which I'm, I'm inclined to do. But uh, you can almost you know, summarize the show by the titles. But I like to be able to put a title out that kind of teases a little bit, makes you reflect on what, what in the heck is that crazy guy Frank going to talk about? The Sting and starring Joe Biden instead of Paul Newman. Well, if you remember the movie, uh, The Sting, basically there were all these guys pretending to be something that they weren't in order to sting somebody. And what do you think our government's doing? What do you think Joe Biden's doing? And you have to put all this again. We, you, you can't look at the pieces. You experience the pieces, and then you have to look at the total puzzle to see what picture is being painted in this jigsaw puzzle of a world that we live in. And then you see with, with wide eyes the danger that uh, is on our doorstep. Anyway, in particular, 
you know, it, it is absolutely, absolutely offensive to me that on 9-11, which is tomorrow, where, you know, every year we have the memorial to the, to the folks that I've mentioned, and the same day, the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, and all the rest of the extremists, which I consider them all one, are going to celebrate the defeat of the United States of America in Afghanistan and have their flag raised at the American embassy in Kabul. I can't think of a more offensive and disgraceful situation for both the victims of 9-11, the first responders who, who did all they could to save people, and many and then had a sequelae of diseases and and death after that. Their families, and then the families of, of all of the brave men and women who fought, and all of our uh, allies, and all of our Afghan sympathizers, and all of the people who believed in us in Afghanistan. I can't think of a more disgraceful and offensive thing than for them to be able to celebrate that on the day that we're doing 9-11 commemoration. And you tell me, Joe Biden, you tell me that this is a new Taliban? You tell me and and our country that these are people we can, that are very businesslike? Yeah. Hold on a second. We had a little reverberation here. Yeah. Uh, and so, and, you, and what's happening is it's it's unbelievable that these are people that that are very businesslike. We're we're talking about. I mean, those words can come out of the White House of the United States of America. Now, look. I've said this before, and I used to get that. Mr. Busby, when he was on the show, well, when I was on his show, I guess, uh, uh, very mad when and, and when I said America hadn't won a war. Well, let's be honest with ourselves. We've had a lot of people killed, but we and we've killed a lot of people, but we haven't won a war since since World War II. Really, the Korean War ended in a stalemate. Right, the Vietnam War ended slightly better than slightly better than the disgrace of Afghanistan, but with us bailing out. The wars in the Middle East, you had to have Trump go back in there and and put down all the uprisings in Iraq after we were pulling out. Uh, there's not a war I can think of. That that we have won, and you ask the question, what is this? We have the law. We always get touted. We have the largest military in the world. We are outspend everybody by five times, ten times, whatever it is, including China, including Russia, everybody. Ten times we outspend them. We got the best military. We got the best weaponry. It isn't worth a damn. Why? Because we've lost our soul.
and we've lost our nerve and we've lost our 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 warrior instinct to protect to protect what has been given to us by the creator we are not protecting our society we are not protecting our borders we are not protecting our shores now let's look upon it on another side i heard this week where china was publicizing that uh, they had a campaign against sissy boys sissy boys now i'm sure there's some people listening to this radio station saying oh, frank's a misogynist oh, frank is an old white man frank is this frank is that there's nothing to do with that i don't care what your gender is i don't care what your sexual persuasion is i don't care what your color is i don't care what your religion is i don't care but I do know this, in this world we live in, we cannot have a concept of sissy boys leading us, whether you're a man or a woman, whether you're gay or straight. You, the, the soul of this country needs to be strong to be able to fight. How did we win the wars? How did we win the wars that we won? How did we save Europe? How did we get out from Imperial Japan? We were willing to drop the atom bomb on, on Japan. It's the only way we got out of that without maybe losing that war, but certainly without losing hundreds of thousands of people. How did we win the war in Germany? We told them we weren't going to do it, but we firebombed Dresden. And then we went in, went in there later on with Patton, and he took no prisoners and went, and went right for the heart of the matter, right into Berlin. And they were afraid of our warrior instincts. And I'm sure some of those warriors were gay. I'm sure some of those warriors had their own predilections. But they were warriors because their heart was that of a warrior. We do not have the intestinal fortitude to fight anymore. You cannot fight a war by using one drone strike on one person and think you're going to win a long-term war. If they wanted to change Afghanistan... They should, as my father used to say, because he was in World War II and I was up for being drafted. And I enlisted. I mean, not enlisted. I registered for the draft. But he said, son, I can't tell you to fight in that war because I don't think if America has its full power and might behind the war, then they shouldn't be wasting the lives of our young men and women. They shouldn't be wasting. It's murder. It's wrong. When we went into Afghanistan, we should have given them such a gut punch that they were not coming off the map. We should have been taking them out. And at the end here, in my opinion, at the end here where they were doing all this stuff at the, in the evacuation and they go into the presidential palace, not, not thinking that like sissy boys, as the Chinese would say, that's their term, not mine, but it describes their mindset. What do we do? The Taliban goes into the presidential palace. They all line up with their bandoleros on and all their new weaponry, and they dress up in our uniforms and do all this stuff. They should have had a little visit from the, Mo, from the Mo, Moab, the mother of all bombs on that presidential palace. It should have been taken out, and all their leadership should have been taken out. It was a perfect kill shot. Instead, we compliment them, and then we, let our, we abandon our troops 
We abandon we abandon their 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 valor. We abandon Americans behind enemy lines. We abandon our our sympathizers and our and our uh, allies behind enemy lines. We abandoned everything. We abandoned our soul. We abandoned our courage. We abandoned our our very worth. And I don't think I don't know how we're ever going to get that worth back. But I do know that there are signs of it. I do know that that uh, the bravery of the uh, special forces guys, not the leadership in the in the Pentagon, they disgust me. Not them. The people, the people, the soldiers, the warriors. They are still there, and they still went to battle, and they still were evacuating people. I mean, we see this General McKenzie, and I think we talked about this once, but I have to bring it up again in the context of what I'm talking about. He says, we share a common purpose with the Taliban, useful to work with. What is that common purpose? Will you tell me? The whole leadership of the Taliban, many of them have bounties on their head by the FBI. What the hell does a bounty by the FBI mean to the Taliban anymore? Eh, what the heck? It just means they're scared of me. They're not doing anything about it. Nothing. Let me tell you something. I'm not big on on necessarily predictions and things. But I am, and I've seen it come through, uh, come true too many times. Listen to what I'm about to tell you, and I think you'll get chills up your spine. This is a quote. A plague shall fall upon the world after a feeble man shall rule the Western world with a Jezebel. The people will be damaged and subjugated by a fool ruler. The great eagles shall suffer and fall. I mean, I got chills right now reading this to you. I'll read it to you again. A plague shall fall upon the world after a feeble man shall rule the western world with a Jezebel. The people will be damaged and subjugated by a fool ruler. The great eagle shall suffer and fall. Who said that to us? Nostradamus. Nostradamus. A prediction that was made by him. We're going to a break, and we'll take the call after that from from Don out at West Chase. Hold on, Don. As soon as we come back from the break, we'll pick you up. We stand. AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. For many years, the Pine Box has been helping families gain insight into the often confusing and extremely expensive task of arranging a loved one's funeral. I have worked with Pine Box in the death of two family members because I know I can trust Chip Beresford at the Pine Box. He's the owner to be sure that he walks me through that process and that I am prepared for the funeral and that I get the quality I seek without breaking the budget because it's a very difficult thing. No one wants to feel like a cheapskate handling a funeral of a loved one. 
but you also can't afford to go broke either. You know, funerals are statistically the third largest expense in someone's life. The Pine Box sells the same caskets and funeral merchandise that is offered at funeral homes, but at a tremendous savings, and delivery is immediate and free within the Houston area. Stop by one of the three Houston locations or visit their website, thepinebox.com, or call Chip directly at 1-888-PINEBOX. That's 1-888-PINEBOX. I trusted them, and you can. The Pine Box. Hi, folks. Dan Patrick here. Now that we're in the middle of hurricane season again, that can bring storms and strong winds. And let's not forget the damage that strong winds can cause to your big, valuable trees. You don't want to lose them, and you don't want anything damaged below them when the branches fall. That's why you need to call my friend Louis Flory and Ability Tree Experts. I've known them for over 30 years. It's time to deep root feed your trees to help with this stress. Louis Flory at Ability Tree Experts knows this is the perfect time to prune and remove the deadwood in your trees. This will thin them out and help with the stress. Spores, beetles, and other insects are going to be drawn to your weak trees. The trees need to be sprayed to prevent these insects from attacking. So call Ability Tree Experts at 281-441-4179. They are the expert for all of your tree needs. Ability Trees is giving a deep root feeding with every tree prune. Call Ability Tree Experts at 281-441-4179. Get your trees pruned now and the canopies cleaned out. Call today for an appointment, 281-441-4179. You never know when that next storm is coming. Ability Trees, Houston's leading tree care professional. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Your smartphone is now your radio. All you need is a KSEV app. And with one click, you're listening to KSEV. Anytime, anywhere. No static, no boundaries. Go to the Android Marketplace or the iPhone App Store. Search KSEV. Select the KSEV app. It's free and it only takes a couple of minutes. Listen to KSEV. It's easy with the KSEV app. More details at ksevradio.com. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Yes. People say we don't need this war, but I say there's some things worth fighting for. What about our freedom and this piece of ground? We didn't get to keep them by backing down. Amen. They say we don't realize the mess we're getting in. Oh, yeah. Before you start your preaching, let me ask you this, my friend. Have you forgotten how it felt that day to see your homeland under fire and her people blown away? Have you forgotten when those towers fell 
indeed. Let's take Don on line one. Hey, Don. Well, thanks for letting me on. I've called you in the past. We talked about the New World Order. I don't know if you remember me or not. I, I, I do, and I thought you had some great insights, my friend. So um, I'm a little surprised on your take on this. Uh, if you let me go down the rabbit hole, you, you're a good radio host. You don't cut people off, and I'm, uh, I'm not going to be vulgar, and I'm going to be succinct, okay? That's fine. So in 1997, the Taliban, you can, this is all documented, the Taliban leadership visited Unical headquarters on Southwest Freeway in Sugarland to discuss a contract for letting a gas pipeline go through Afghanistan into Turkmenistan. Did you know that? Did I know it? You missed one of my shows. I talked all about it, and I, I also know Good. that that pipeline was revisited about two weeks ago when the right. Taliban was back here. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> so here's, here's what I want to talk about. Trillions of dollars, as Trump said, thousands of lives, half a million Iraqi lives, all because of 9-11. Now go down, if you really let me speak, I'd really appreciate it. Let's go down the rabbit hole of 9-11, because, you know, the day it happened, I was watching it live on TV. I had the CNBC stock ticker on. I'm from New York. I went to, I went to NYU. I went to school three-quarters of a mile from there. Good for you. Uh, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me just say yeah. this. On 9-11, I was up in the air right outside the World Trade Towers watching the smoke come out of the World Trade Towers. Go ahead. Never before. So I want you to watch a documentary if you haven't. It's called 9-11 Loose Change. Have you heard of this documentary? I might have, but I have not seen it. Go to YouTube. It's free. 9-11 Loose Change Final Cut. Yeah. You know, for about a year after 9-11, I believed the, I believed the uh, company line. I believed it was Osama bin Laden. I believed the jet fuel mailed, you know, melted the steel beams. And then I, then I came across this film a couple of years later, and it really opened my eyes, okay? Number one, there was a apartment complex in Milan, Italy, just a couple of days ago last week that burned for over 48 hours. It didn't come down. In, in, in Madrid, Spain, a similar thing a few years ago didn't come down. The only time steel frame buildings ever came down into their own footprint at free fall speed into dust was 9-11. Okay? Donald Trump, you can YouTube this, Frank. You seem like an honest guy and a smart guy. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but it's staring us in the face. You're going to tell me Trump, tore the, Donald Trump tore the tower down? No, no, no. No, no. Here's what happened. There's a rogue element in the United States government in the CIA ever since the Kennedy assassination. I think you believe that, don't you? Uh, I do believe that there's yeah. a deep state, yes. It's not the whole government. There's a rogue element in it. And people like Rumsfeld and Cheney and people in the CIA needed a reason to go into the Middle East. No, okay? no that's right. And I also, let me just say this to you, Don. I did that show. You missed it. I, I said that one of the real reasons we went into that war was for that very reason, that, that pipeline. Absolutely. And more than that. And more than that. You know, have you heard of Project for a New American Century? Okay. Cheney had the maps of the Iraqi oil fields in right. May of 2001 spread out on a desk. And, and I, then it was a, it was a complete bait and switch. So and I say, talked about that, yeah. too. I talked about the, the Russians. So my point is, when you play music like Fight for Our Freedoms, the, the only freedoms these poor guys fought for was the freedom of the heroin pipeline, okay? The poppy pipeline. If you look at, look at the numbers, the Taliban is bad. They're bad guys. Okay, there's lots of bad guys in the world, okay? They treat women like crap. We know all that, okay? But, you know, when the Taliban was in power pre-2001, 
heroin production was one-tenth what it was afterwards. Right. The poppy production went through the roof. There were pictures on the Internet you can see for yourself. They're not photoshopped of American troops and British troops tiptoeing through the poppy fields. They didn't burn those poppy fields. Oh, I understand. Talk to one of the vets from Afghanistan. They protected the poppy fields. I understand. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. I understand. It's got me real angry that it's been 20 years of mass hypnosis. No, no, I understand. 20 it. years of mass freaking hypnosis. Well, those I... towers came down not because of those planes. There were charges in the towers, and the proof is Building 7. Are you familiar with Building 7? No, I'm not. Okay, Google this. Please write this down. You're a smart guy, and you're an honest guy. You're a lawyer. Yeah, well, go, go to YouTube. Those are all <laughs> those three words don't necessarily go in the well, same sentence. Sure. I know, I know a lot of, I, I know a lot of lawyers that aren't honest. I know a lot of lawyers that aren't smart. Thank God they're not so smart. I mean, so let's just say, uh, I, I'm thoughtful. So two blocks away, two blocks away from the World Trade Center. Again, I used to take the subway there. I know it very well. The World Trade Center was a complex of many buildings. It wasn't just the Twin Towers. Okay. Larry Silverstein, the owner, took out a massive multi-billion-dollar insurance policy just a few weeks before they came down. And guess what? He made sure he included a terrorism clause in it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Do you know that George W. Bush's brother Neil was in charge of security of the whole 9/11 complex until a month before? I bet you didn't know that. No, I didn't. I, know bet, that. I bet you didn't know that Bush Senior was friends with the Bin Laden family. Oh, no, and when I mean, they went to Saudi Arabia, yeah, I, look I, this all up. I know I mean, that. You gotta, I know. You got to watch this film. The film connects all the dots. It's no, called I know 9/11 that. loose change. I know. And that. the proof to me, the smoking gun, you know, thousands of Americans died. There were charges in those buildings, absolutely. Donald Trump called in the WOR radio. You can YouTube this the day it happened. And you know what he said? He said it's re- he said that building was built like a fortress. It was built like a tank. There was concrete surrounding the steel. He goes, he says, there must have been bombs in the building. That's what he said. Yeah, well, he's Donald a, pra- he's a practical that. guy. Yeah. Uh, but here is I gotta go, Don. But thank you. I mean, we can talk. Nine eleven loose change. Watch it. Nine eleven. I will. And I, I appreciate thank your. You. I appreciate you, your buddy. thoughts, and I don't necessarily disagree with them. Not all. Some of them I take issue with, but we, I won't discuss it tonight. But I appreciate your talking about it. All right, let's uh, let's take Adele uh, on line two. Uh, hi, Adele. Hi. How are you, Frank? I'm fine. Uh, it's been a terrible day for me. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, I, I want clarification. You know, Biden did uh, approve of the FDA for the soldiers, right, on the Pfizer vaccine. I need I need verification. And uh, was Pfizer ever approved by the FDA that everybody has to take it? I've, well, they've they've approved one of them. But they haven't approved the other one. There's two different Pfizer shots. One is called. But, Col- but this is what I heard, Frank. Right. That the ones that got the vaccine are shedding pathogens, and they're in, they're infecting us that yes. are not vaccinated. Yes. There's many there's many articles that have been written on that, and the reason we and we talked about that on some of the other shows. The reason we have so many mutations is because basically the virus is combating against the against the uh, sh- shot, the shot, the jab, okay? I won't call it a vaccine. And so, and, therefore, and, and, and we're, we're creating more mutations rather than just letting this die a natural death. We're creating and Frank, more and, Frank, and more this, Frankensteins. This is what I think. This is what I think. This is me. 
because I, I, I read a lot. I study a lot. I studied engineering courses. I studied computers. Okay. Okay, in my youth, in my young years. But anyway, uh, this is me. I believe that when they, they, Biden, Kamala, all of them, when they took the jab, they took the real kind, the real good vaccine, and they've given us trash. This well, is what I believe. Well, we do know that the, that what they're doing is running out the stock of that original Pfizer experimental vaccine, and we don't have the new vaccine, which is still not being distributed because all of that is still making money. Uh, uh, they got. It. They don't want to be left with all these vaccines on the shelf. They're running down the inventory. Okay. But you can look into that, and we can talk about it. Is that what you got, Adele? Because I gotta run a little. Well, bit. well, I just I want I need a clarification because yesterday he he did he did a lot of innuendos. He did a lot of disgraceful activity, Adele. Right, he, a lot of disgraceful innuendos for the American people. He, he this insulted, is a shameless, he, shameless man. He insulted the American people. He has no right. He has no right to tell us that. I, I, none of us, none of us, not you or me or anybody else that I know. And, and Wait, at the well, hold very on, hold end, on, hold on. Frank, at the very end, he's creepy. He's <laughs> creepy old Joe. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a whole other issue. <laughs> but but I will tell you that that none of us, none of us, None of us went around when our when our when our when our uh, citizens were coming down with AIDS or tuberculosis or whatever, whatever, or, or different kinds of diseases, and we were like trying to you know do these kinds of things to them. They're mandating this, and they don't even do it with an even hand. They excluded the postal workers union, the postal workers from taking the vaccine, but yet they tell every company with more than a hundred people they must what do, do they it. What do have that I don't have? They don't have anything, and they don't have any authority to do it. I mean, it, it, this is not that kind of public health crisis. And and they have no ground to stand on, Adele, when they're letting people flow across our southern border, including with, with Afghan tuberculosis, which is a strain of tuberculosis, which has been now identified. And I have, already, I have previously identified in one of my uh, shows the monkeypox. They, they, they let them stream across the border. I don't have anything against some of these people. They just need to come in orderly. And, then, and when are we going to put Fauci in prison? Well, never. <laughs> never. You can forget about that. You didn't even get a report out of that Durham did, guy. Did, I, you see, did you see Fauci's, uh, um, uh, what was it, his, uh, his salary, 400 and something million? No, um, a, no a thousand, 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 not four hundred something million. Did you I'm, see it on on the parade magazine? In the parade magazine, yeah, yeah, four hundred something thousand. But I'm sure that he makes many, many, many millions. Right, because he's but making here, money on the side. He's making dirty deals. Of course they are, Adele. The whole thing is dirty and has nothing to do with America. That's why I need to move a little bit because I want to talk about some things. Call okay, me. thank you, Frank. Call I love me. you. I love uh, you. Thank you. People. Call thank me. You. I love y'all. I thank pray you. for y'all. God thank bless. You. Let's take Hi. let's take Dan in Sugarland. Then we got uh, Chris and uh, 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 Jim lined up. Okay, Dan. Yeah, hey, thanks. What do you, what do you got, my yes, friend? Uh, I've got to follow up with the gentleman that talked maybe two people ago. It's uh, YouTube Anatomy of a Great Deception. Yeah. And I found this just uh, basically a couple years ago. I think it's a really good ninety-minute documentary, and the gentleman has no bone to pick. He kept finding more and more information. The fires towers at about 1,800 to 2,000 degrees, but steel melts at 2,800 degrees. Right. And there's plenty of structural engineers that say, hey, how come those uh, towers fell? 
And at 5 o'clock, the World Trade Center 7 fell. It was 19 stories. And by the way, CIA and FBI had offices in that building. Well, It was not touched that day. Well, how about this, my friend? I'm old enough to remember the reason we went to the Vietnam War is because we were told that our, our naval vessels were attacked in the Bay of Tonkin. And then we went into, we went into the Vietnam War. We were told a lot of stories about going. We were told right. that we were told Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction, which indeed he did. The part and that I know, I know for a fact because he hid them across some kind of other country line or somewhere else. That's, but, he, uh, he moved them out of there, but we didn't need to yeah. fight him over that because we armed him. We were the ones who sent him the weapons of mass destruction. I have the records in my office because I've represented thousands of Gulf War veterans who were sick. It is criminal what goes on. And the gentleman previously said, one of my previous shows I talked about, it's all about the money. It's, but really, it's about resources, okay? And money power. and resources and power. Oil, oil in the Middle East, and now in Afghanistan, it's over rare earth minerals. It's over rare earth minerals. And, before, and that pipeline, okay, that pipeline was also involved. But here's the, let me just make this point with you, Don. What, what I really find, is, let's say this is made up for whatever reason, nefarious reason people are suggesting, okay? If you decide that America needs to go to war and you can't tell them it's because we need the minerals, then go to war for the minerals. You don't have to tell them, but if you're going to sacrifice our men and women and our children, you, then you're going to win the war. Whatever war you fight, for whatever reason you fight it, you better damn well win it. Not play, not just sacrifice people's lives and then look like idiots going out the back door. And that's the problem I have with it, Don. I mean, I have a problem, of course, with these other things. Oh, yeah. But but I'm saying if you're going to yeah. do it because you think we need more oil and we, or we need more of this or that, we can debate that and we can basically say that's terrible reason or whatever. But if the United States government makes a decision to send my son, my daughter, your son, your daughter, to war, to die, to be maimed, to be burned, then they better use every single weapon in their arsenal and, t and give the other side no quarter. No quarter. And if there's collateral damage in, their in those countries, you can't fight a war with two hands tied behind your back. Otherwise, don't get in it. Don't pull, it, don't pull the weapon unless you're going to use it. And that's my feeling on that, Don. Yeah, so let me just finish a couple items. So only three towers in 50-plus years have fallen on on the same day that uh, of a fire. And, and those are the three towers, World Trade Center 1, 2, and 7, in the same day. Hmm. So uh, that's, that's more than a coincidence. And a Bush brother was not Neil. He was in charge of World Trade Centers for security for many months. And what they did is an elevator upgrade. So they were in the building like 10 o'clock to... 3 a.m. and they camouflaged all the charges they did to do a controlled demolition on both the towers. They camouflaged that by calling it an elevator upgrade for months. So this was planned and, and allowed by deep state and, and basically from the you know the, the right side. And, and I'm I'm conservative and I think that you know Bush knew knew about this or Cheney or yeah, both. But, but I don't so. think, I don't think you call that. I don't think that they're not the same kind of right side of things that you're talking about. These guys are globalists. They're not. They're all about globalism, and it has nothing right. to do with the United States of America. It has has to do with global power and money, global corporations, <laughs> global power and money. The United States of America has become an instrument of their uh, use. 
Anyway, I gotta go. I gotta go, Don. Thank, Th- you. thank you. Thanks for calling. Yeah, we're on a break. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. Catch Chris X Radio weekdays at 4, right here on AM 700 KSEV. Just listening to Sleepy Joe's latest edicts. Oh, I'm sorry. I get my tyrannical leaders who marginalize portions of their population for political power mixed up. It's easy to do these days. Chris X Radio, weekdays 4 till 6, right here on The Voice of Texas. When it's time to replace a roof, some people put it off until an emergency arises. This is Deb Tejada from Tejas Roofing, your Houston roofing company. I understand. People tell me it's way too complicated and too expensive. Our customers tell us they wish they would have done it sooner. I hear it all the time. Once the roof is replaced, they wonder why they waited so long because it's really not that complicated. We show up on time, we quote you a fair price, we replace most roofs in just one day. At Tejas Roofing, we take pride in making the process easy. The cleanup is phenomenal. People always comment that it looks like we were never there. And now those customers sleep better at night knowing your new roof has been installed correctly. When you know you need a new roof, don't put it off. Call me now, Deb Tejada at Tejas Roofing, 281-251-0304. Estimates are free, 281-251-0304. When you need roofing repairs, a new roof or remodeling, call us at Tejas Roofing, 281-251-0304. From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, taking care of your health should always be a priority. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. And we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at houstonmethodist.org slash stay healthy. Naomi Mathis, Air Force veteran. I'm Adam Greathouse, United States Army. Greg Gatson, Colonel, United States Army. When I came back home, I realized something wasn't right with me. I was wounded as a battalion commander. I thought I was going to be stuck there. I thought everyone forgot me. Hi, I'm Senator Mark Kelly. This year, make sure our veterans get the support they need and deserve. Let's take the time to thank those who put everything on the line for us. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters in this station. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show. I used to live down the dial a couple of notches during this time period in the morning, but I think I found a new home. And it's why I'm going to tune in. You gave them some very tough questions. You know, some of the toughest questions that I've heard an interviewer give a, a seasoned politician like that. And just like all seasoned politicians, before they answer the question, they run interference. The Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. That's good. That's good, Steve. We're going to go right into it. Uh, Let's take Chris on uh, line one. uh, And then, uh, what is that? Line three, I guess it is. Line three. Hey, Chris. Hey, how are you, sir? I'm fine. First-time caller. Very interesting conversation with that gentleman, Don. Yes, it was. Um, um, you know, there, there's a couple things I loathe, and one of them is northeastern hubris. 
Yeah. I know the people on the Northeast. I know they, 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 they created our wonderful union. We, we should just bow down, and they're so much smarter than everybody else. But, but if, if that man really wanted to make a, a practical statement, he would have said not bombs in buildings and heroin, I mean, and Taliban meeting in Sugar Land. I mean, that's called globalization. That's what Wall Street wanted, okay? That's what the people in New York wanted. What he would have said if he was actually intelligent enough, he would have said there were flight instructors in Phoenix, in Minneapolis, in Florida, letting the FBI know, hey, guys, there are, there are pilots here that want to learn how to fly but not land. That, that was the clue. That's all documented in 1998. It's all documented. Okay, that's where the conspiracy is, not this cock-a-doodle stuff that these, these boomers create in their minds. I, I mean, they got too much time on their hands, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> but please stop insulting my intelligence. I don't care that you're from New York. He has to mention that 10 times. It means nothing to me. We don't care that you're from New York. Thank you, thank you, thank you, blah, 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 blah. Thanks, Don. I appreciate Is that Don? Uh, Chris. Yes. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate your call. Thank you very much. Uh, I want to say this, and then we'll, in the next call we'll take will be Jim. Just hold on there a minute, Jim. I want to say this. Here's something that really, and this is part of what I'm saying here, why, it's, why this is a sting. It was just reported by Laura Logan. You know, Laura Logan, uh, she's on, uh, she's had an investigative kind of reporter. I think she had been on either NBC or CBS or one of them. And then 60 she, Minutes. And then, yeah, 60 Minutes. Yeah. And then she went over, CBS, and then she went over to uh, Fox. Fox. Well, this is what she just reported, okay? That the U.S. has agreed to give the Taliban all of the Afghan Air Force assets currently in Uzbekistan. That, that left with the pilots who refused to surrender to the Taliban. That includes seven Black Hawks, four Special Mission Wing M-17s, four mission-capable A-29s, two Little Birds, a Pilates, and a 208 Caravan, two of these equipped with sensitive SIG Dash INT and ISS, I'm sorry, ISR systems not being removed. So these guys were, were on our side. They absconded with this equipment, took their Blackhawks and their planes. They should be deemed to be heroes. The United States of America should be over there getting them and getting our equipment. Instead, we've agreed to give it back to the Taliban. Does that not paint a picture of what we're talking about here? This deal was cut. It was cut so that they could get all our weaponry. It was cut. And the point is, some of these guys ran away with the weaponry, so the Taliban feels like it's been stolen, and they're probably telling the U.S. government, hey, part of our inventory's missing that you told us was on the inventory. After all, they gave an inventory of all the people to the Taliban. They probably gave them an inventory of all the weaponry. They said, where are those uh, seven Blackhawks that we have on, uh, in addition to what we have? We're missing seven. Oh, they're over in Uzbekistan. Oh, your allies took them over there. Oh, you need to give them back. And we agreed to it. What, well, I mean, this is absurd. But it's because a deal was cut. And why was a deal cut? Why was a deal cut? I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to take uh, this call. It's the inside story of how CATL became the world's largest electrical battery company, which, by the way, there was a significant investment in it by, guess who? Hunter. Hunter and Biden companies. 
they had a they had a significant investment in that company. And since Afghanistan's been taken over, the value of that has gone up 300%. Because rare earth minerals, one to three trillion dollars. And without rare earth minerals, you can't make electric batteries for cars. And they just got the biggest deposit in the world. And it was handed to them on a silver platter. And so the American taxpayer gave the Taliban, what was it, $80 billion or so worth of military equipment. And so the U.S. taxpayer pays that. In the meantime, the electric car company, I don't know, they went up many billions, I'm sure, on their market cap and their stock price and everything else. And our politicians who were in the deal and had control over the switch gave up, gave up Afghanistan and their investment went up 300%. You don't have to be a genius to figure this out. Anyway, let's take that call. Line four is part of the sting operation. Line four, it's uh, Jim in uh, Conroe. Hey, Jim. I don't want to express any opinion about whether what happened on 9-11 in terms of whether it was, you know, whether there was some kind of conspiracy and or not. But I just want to say that, technically speaking, the first thing is a jet fire fuel fire burns a lot hotter than a cellulosic fire, which is, you know what? Most buildings catch on fire. You're burning paper and right. and wood and stuff like that. A jet a jet fuel is going to burn a lot hotter. Right. And second of all, steel does not have to melt in order to to structurally fail. All you have to do is get it hot enough to soften it. Right. And it becomes and elastic. Enough strength that it will collapse. Right. So th- these these ideas about Bombs in the buildings and all that stuff are not proven right. by by saying that well this other building burned for forty eight hours well yeah it burned at a lower temperature because it wasn't being fueled by jet fuel no I understand so, fair point not to mention all the structural damage that occurred when the mechanically the planes crashed into the towers right it certainly it's certainly um, possible that. Uh, you know, the the planes doing the, the mechanical damage and then followed by a very, very hot jet fuel fire triggered a domino effect collapse of a building. It's not outside the realm of possibility. So I really don't I, don't, I just don't buy the conspiracy theory. Right, but my point is, no matter what the reason, my point was, no matter what the reason was, whether it was done by one of these conspiracy theories, that was the reason, or whether it was done by the Taliban over their, you know, jihadist con- concepts, and they were using uh, bin Laden, uh, the Saudi family, to be involved in all that, which we know there was involvement there. The bottom line is, if we decide to go to war, win it. Don't leave our men and women hanging, or don't even pull the trigger. And then, the, yeah, the, no, that's that's true. I, I, won't, I won't disagree with that. All right, man, I gotta I'm go. I'm just saying, none of this is. There's no, none of this stuff that I they go- talk about is, is proof of anything. I understand, my friend, and thanks for your comments. I appreciate you calling in, Tracy. On on the, on the, the next line there. What is it? I, I almost didn't call, Frank. You're having a perfect show, and I was just so solemn. I love that you started with a little silent prayer. Just a couple of points okay. that the man before would maybe agree with. We have the feeling that we've been lied to. Yeah, well, Just like we felt we were lied to last night. 
Lindsey Graham said we will be back in Afghanistan in a matter of months. Well, the problem with Lindsey, I, Lindsey Graham, uh, Tracy, I just got to say, I mean, I know I know that sometimes he's been on the same positions I have, but the one problem I've always had with Lindsey Graham, which is well, the same problem I had with John McCain, there wasn't there wasn't a time when they there wasn't a war that they didn't want to crank up the military industrial complex. I agree. And he's that, a hawk. And he's a hawk. He's a he's a yeah. He's a hawk. He's basically in the in the in the pockets of the of the uh, military industrial complex. And and it's not being a hawk. He he looks for an opportunity. In fact, for them, this is a great situation. They can have a bigger war now. And they can rebuild all that stuff they gave away. They can rebuild again and make it. I don't know it. why we didn't blow it up. But I believe China will take over Bagram Air Force. Well, no, I can, I can tell they you. They know how to run an airport. I, the Afghans I don't. I can tell you that, that, that what I've read is that Bagram has already been offered to the, by the Taliban to the Chinese, which means that yeah. we, if we get into a war with Afghanistan, uh, we're going to then have a confrontation with the Chinese, which we probably never will do. Really? Right. And now the Biden administration stopped the planes today based on measles. Hmm. And I wish uh, two things. I want you to post your Nostradamus quote on your Facebook so we can share it. And then about, you know, if you're going to be in a war, you need to win it. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City is the home of barbecue. And, and uh, Arthur Bryant was famous for saying they asked him why he. He uh, cooked his fries in lard, and he said, if you're going to do a thing, do a thing. Exactly, and we never would have won World War One or World War Two if we didn't do that thing. And we didn't worry about collateral damage to do it. You can't fight a war worrying about collateral damage. We are, we have the heart and soul of what the Chinese are calling sissy boys. We don't That's fight. It. We don't fight like warriors anymore. And I'm not talking about and whether Joe you're— Joe sold us out. And well, that, easily like $10 million. Well, Jesus got sold out for less than that. <laughs> and All so, right. Thanks, Tracy. I appreciate it. What do you got to say about any of this, my friends? Francis was Yeah, Frank, I, all I would say about all these comments and all these topics is that the one thing we can all agree to, agree to is that the— is none of this none of these things have benefited the, the the people of the United States. Not one thing. We've gotten further in debt. We've we've had to give up our our, our children to these wars. We we've gone nowhere. Which which tells me, and I think is a is a message to the American people that this government, whoever is in power, no longer serves the people. We have a have a chasm. That's been that's been driven into this country, and and when and when people need to start understanding that this government no longer supports them, they don't represent them, and they are attacking them, and we need to quit going back to the government and saying, hey, you need to do it better, you need to do this. No, the government is no longer capable let me, let me of supporting these people. To what you just said, they're, they're, I think you were very kind. The government is affirmatively trying to destroy the people that you're talking about, which are the backbone, have been the backbone of the country. The people who fought, the families who put their children to fight in those wars. They disgrace them. They humiliate them. They basically disregard them. They marginalize them. They cancel them. They do anything they can in order to break this country down so it no longer can have a warrior class. It no longer does have a warrior class. They want to eliminate our warriors. They want to eliminate our ability to defend ourselves because they just want us to be an anachronism 
a historical anachronism. All and I, while they reap the money on the way out the door. All I can say is that that tail has been wagging this dog for a long time. And, it, and when the American people wake up and start to understand that we're at war with ourselves and we start demanding change, then I think we're going to have a real Well, you battle. heard Biden himself early on in his presidency goes after January 6th. Well, what do they think they're going to do? We got nuclear weapons and we got we got fighter planes. What can they do? Huh? I mean, I don't know what they can do, but I know what, what happens when a country shuts down. Try even operating this country without all the good men and women that go to work every day of every race, creed, color, sexual orientation, or anything else. They go to work every day. They make the power run. They make the water run. They make the military run. They make everything run. They make the country run. Amen. Anyway, that's kind of what I have to say tonight, folks. And I can tell you that uh, I think I've told you my own personal story on 9-11. I, I got back in 24 hours, but I was like in a time warp. I didn't know what happened. I was up in the air. I have been in London and supposed to leave the day before and thunderstorms. I had to stay an extra night. And then I just stopped the limousine going down the road. Asked him how much to Houston, Texas. He said 2500 bucks. I said, you're done, and I got back to Houston. The plane landed in Atlanta, and I went from Atlanta to Houston, got back in 24 hours. Did have a good dinner in New Orleans on the way, but, uh, and then I bought a house in Canada because I thought all this kind of stuff was going to start happening all over the country, and it may still, now that they've seeded it with who knows what, letting our borders be open. Anyway, have a great weekend. We're done. Talking here on 700 AM KSEV. Listen us next week, like every Friday at 6 p.m. on Frankly Talking, a radio show for Texas with your host, Frank Spagnoletti.